A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Friday, my friends. Welcome, of course, to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And we begin, of course, with the news that the Saudi-backed takeover of Newcastle United has been completed. Hurrah! The consortium has ended owner Mike Ashley's 14-year spell in charge at St. James's Park. We'll hear from some former players, including Jermaine Genus and cult hero Lee Clark. But first, this is how the news unfolded on TalkSport. Talk sport breaking news. The Mike Ashley years at Newcastle United are over. The Saudi-led takeover at St James's Park has been approved by the Premier League. The club has been sold to the consortium with immediate effect. Newcastle takeover completed. This is the best day of my life. I'm 39 years old and this is the best day of my life. This is what we've waited for for so long. Amanda's wanted this for four years. We've wanted this for four years. And it's finally come true. Firstly, how are you feeling? I mean, I just said there when I was introducing you, Newcastle now the richest club in world football. I'm sure that hasn't even sunk in yet, has it? Ah, oh, it's Spain tingling when you see that. Unbelievable. Got our club back for 14 years. It's been nothing. It's been a shell. It's been hollow. And the only thing big about the club in the last 14 years has been the support. I was there under Bobby Robson playing mm. in the Champions League with players like Alan Shearer, Gary Speed, Bellamy, Dyer. You know, we had a proper team that was, you know, we was up there. I think we finished third in the Premier League one year. We're challenging for a period of time. Like I said, champ, big Champions League nights. Inter Milan, Juve, Barca coming to town. Shearer, it's a good jump. It's Kieran Dyer. Fast Ben Wondren. Oh, Dyer blocked. Bellamy, it's in. It just yep. vanished. It just absolutely vanished. So if the money comes in, I'm just hoping for some great times back at St. James's Park because those fans thoroughly deserve it. Oh, my day. <laughs> Can you believe it? it is absolutely bonkers. I'm rich. Rich beyond me wildest dreams. <laughs> so what does it mean for manager Steve Bruce? Well, former magpie, not literally, Warren Barton, expects him to be moved on. And the Daily Telegraph's Luke Edwards believes Brucey, nice to see you, to see you, will walk away from Newcastle. Now the takeover has gone through. If you said if this takeover happened it was the best thing for the football club he would have no problems with it and it was really interesting that last night even though he's sitting there thinking he's probably days are numbered now in the job his first thought was this is good for the football club when I think of Newcastle I think of someone vibrant passionate exciting 
wanting to express themselves. I don't see that from the manager. And I respect Steve uh, as a wonderful player. He's obviously, his resume as a coach is, is, is being good. But is it right for my club? Is he right to take my club forward, to take Newcastle to where we want to be? I don't see that. I've been looking at uh, Antonio Conte or Mancini. Uh, Mancini, I say, because he's used to working with people with high demands. Uh, I ain't Man City working with top players and he delivered success and Conte is just a serial winner isn't he wherever he goes he, he wins the title and um, he, he works great with players he's already done it in England I think it's the perfect opportunity to bring Jose Mourinho back if there's one thing that that guy knows how to do is build a winning side when he's given a blank check I'm joking are you serious if you remember when he was at Spurs and they used to go back to Newcastle he always said he loved the fans he loved the stadium you know the old relationship with Bobby Robson. The first thing I would hope we did was get rid of our manager and get somebody in who that is. I mean, I'm nostalgic. I'm very nostalgic. Um, he's probably too old now, but I'd love to see Kevin Keegan just for this interim period. Honestly, I will love it if we beat them. Love it. On to my show now. Andy Goldstein's drive time alongside Darren Bent and some of the callers suggesting which players might be arriving on Tyneside in the not-too-distant future, man. <clears throat> Excuse me. I put Talk Sport on this morning at 7 o'clock and I've been sat on the edge of my chair at work all day waiting for this news. So absolutely buzzing is what we are now like. <laughs> oh, the, the laugh at the end was absolutely brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking, we're talking about shopping lists. Isn't Salah our contract at the end of the season? Yeah, Maybe we, we said could, that. Uh, so is Mbappé. Yeah, we could... So well, there you go. There's there's two just to get us started in January. <laughs> In towards Holland, we have our first goal of the return of the Bundesliga, and who else would score it but Erling Haaland? Haaland, I think the long term, I think he's aggressive. He scores goals. He's right up my alley. He's someone that I would like to to have. I think. You haven't got to worry about his temperament. You haven't got to worry because of his upbringing with his dad and he knows England and the philosophy. Mm. You start looking at the likes of Sterling. All of a sudden, the Harry Kane situation now. You, you start looking at that going, hmm, okay. Newcastle might be willing That's to go to maybe um, a, a sum that Manchester City didn't want to go to for Harry Kane. Say it was 200 million and Manchester City went... Oh, they might as a splash line and go, you know what? Bang, 200 million on the table just to test the water, see what's going to happen. What's the point in, in having all that money and then bringing in... You need to go big yeah, statement. A centre half or a right back. That's exactly what Manchester City did. They got the money and bang. They tried yeah. to get, they tried to hijack Berbatov yeah. at the last minute, but they got Rabinho, Remember? Yeah. They need to go big, big. One hundred billion dollars. The big thing for Newcastle fans is you've got rid of Mike now. If you're talking about morality, mm. then the Premier League will have an answer to this if they want to go down the morality clause. But they're never going to go down that clause because that ship has already sailed. There's arguments about the reasons other club owners are in place. So you can't run that argument against Newcastle. What does it mean? It means that it puts more pressure on other sides. The Arsenals of the world are going to have to look over their shoulder another potential rival. I used to love a fishy on a little dishy You shall have a salmon when the board comes in. This season, I'd love, I'd love nothing more to see them get relegated. Honestly, <laughs> I would love nothing more to see them get relegated this season. Oh, come on. Oh, it, it would be hilarious to see them get relegated. Would you not think that? No. Bearing in mind the money no. that's been spent, bearing in mind what's happened, the takeover's taken, but I would love nothing more than Newcastle this season to get relegated. 
Now, this weekend, TalkSport brings you live and exclusive radio commentary of Tyson Fury's heavyweight trilogy bout with Deontay Wilder on Saturday evening from 1am, although sort of Sunday morning, if you know what I mean. We'll hear from Tyson's father, John, as well as another John, Knee, in Johnny Nelson. That doesn't work. But first, this is the former cruiserweight champion, Tony Bellew, with a word of warning for the Gypsy King. kind of once in a lifetime once in a career times that that happens you get him off the floor I mean let's be honest he rolls like the undertaker in Wrestlemania oh. <laughs> and that's well found the way he got up you can't go swimming and not get wet and I got wet I got drenched actually they don't happen for you many times I mean I had a couple of times in my career where that happened for me Owen McKenzie dropped me flat on my face in the first round and you'd have to climb up and literally drag yourself up but he can't continue to do that mate especially a man of his size and his weight it's not good for him and it's not going to be good for his longevity in the sport so he'll want to just have a clean cut victory he'll want to beat Deontay Wilder but he must stay switched on for every second of every round like we've touched on before Tyson Fury can be winning every second of every round and Deontay Wilder only has to win a couple of seconds of one round and that's yeah. the end of the fight his grandfather was the the Gypsy King. His uncle was the Gypsy King. We don't do losing. You can take one look at Tyson and see the mentality he's got for this fight. See where his head's at with his 100% focus. He's worked harder than ever. Why they just can't win unless he has a streak of luck. I can look at his body language. I've watched all the press conferences. He absolutely knows what's coming in. He can't beat Tyson no matter what he does. Him. Tyson's said to die in that ring. That's the difference between him and other fighters. And you can see that in his face. When you're from that Fury background, as far as they're concerned, they want to fight. There's nothing that will make them deviate from that game plan. They'll take whatever it is. How many fighters have you seen get put on their back? Not their backside, put on their back and lay there. Because this is a fighter. You lay there thinking, oh dear. Yeah, right. you're, you're panicking. You're thinking, oh dear, shall I just let him stay in milk it? Yeah, no, he's up and straight back into it. Even fighters think, yeah. wow, enough props, enough respect, and that's in his DNA. On now to Jesse Messi Lingard, who's been speaking ahead of the upcoming World Cup qualifier against Andorra tomorrow, live on Talksport. He believes manager Gareth Southgate has the three lines on course to win trophies. You know, we've seen what Gareth brought, we've seen, you know, his, his way of, of thinking and, and how he wanted, you know, the team to play. You know, we knew it'd take, you know, a little bit of time, but we was always building up, you know, towards the World Cup and, you know, you could see in the World Cup, you know, the way we played. It's Kieran Trippier. Oh, it's in! What a start for England! You know, the nation got behind us, you know, that we was going in the right direction and I think that was just a, that was just a start and obviously, you know, with the Euros making it to the final, you know, it's another huge step. You know, but for, for us as a team, we want to be, you know, number one in the world and we, we want to win want to win trophies. And I think the progression so far, you know, we're, we're on track for that. Now it's World Mental Health Day this Sunday and all clubs in the EFL are encouraging you to do one thing to support your own mental health. QPR winger Moses Odubajo has been speaking to TalkSport's Ian Abrahams about losing his parents at a young age and the effect it had on his mental health. I was probably in shock for a couple of years, um, thinking that this was all some sort of joke that she was going to, you know, just miraculously come back through the door. With her leaving at such a young age, um, it was just left. I was left with me, my two older brothers. So it was quite tough in terms of, as as you know, men we don't really like to open up about certain situations. So 
we didn't really deal with the, the elephant that was effectively in the room, you know, we kind of just battered an island and got on with it. There weren't really days where we could sit around and, and talk about our emotions because we were like, that's not really going to... We saw it at the time as that's not going to really change anything and it's not going to bring no one back. But what we didn't know is that it would help us feel a lot better in ourselves, you know, and um, and as a collective that, you know, if we did speak about these issues, that we could understand and we could sympathise with each other, you know, and we could be more emotional because we we kind of just, like I said, just put it under the carpet and just pretend like it, it didn't happen. And even when people would uh, like say, oh, I feel sorry for your loss, condolences, etc., etc., we kind of become awkward, like to, in a sense of how do you know, like you shouldn't, you shouldn't be saying that. And we don't really know how to feel <laughs> because we weren't used to receiving stuff like that. You just said before, and you rightly said before that, that men aren't very good at talking about this. And have you ever been with, with teammates and you thought, I need to kind of just sit next to him and maybe say, you need to have a, a chat with either me or with, with somebody else because you've noticed that moment. Yeah, you know what? As as one of the older <laughs> ones in the dressing room now, I can't believe I'm saying that. Some of the younger boys, you know, I kind of now take it upon myself to try and be that that senior player who makes them feel all right to be able to speak about what happened last night or how they're feeling on the pitch or how X Y what what's going on, you know, and and. and just kind of like a bigger, like an older brother type role. And even if they don't they don't open up, I still feel like it's nice for me to say that so that they know that they have a safe haven in terms of when they are, when they do get to a point, they can come and say, Mo, come have a chat. And no, I just think it's important now that that should become normalised. Now, Wales standing captain Aaron Ramsey has been speaking to the media ahead of their game with the Czech Republic, live on Talk Sport 2 tonight. Rambo will lead his country in the absence of Gareth Bale, and he said it would be a special moment for his family. It obviously means everything for me to play for Wales. I'm so proud to represent my country. It's been, uh, you know, I've been as frustrated as anybody else, you know, with the amount of uh, games that I've missed over the last few years. And yeah, now I'm just happy to be back in involved. Like I said earlier, looking forward to these big two games and obviously to captain them both my country as well. To lead the boys out is going to be uh, that extra big special. So uh, I've experienced it before. Yeah, I loved every minute of it. So uh, I'm sure it'll be a very proud moment again for me and my family. High ball forward to Ramsey, who brings the ball down. And Ramsey yes. scores! Aaron Ramsey with a crucial goal for Wales. That's it, gang. Thanks for listening on TalkSport Apple, where we get your podcast from. And don't forget to thwack that subscribe button. Tonight from 7pm, it's the Czech Republic against Wales. It's a World Cup qualifier. It's live on TalkSport 2. I'm back on TalkSport today at 4pm on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show, alongside Dazza Ben, or as I like to call him, Darren Bant. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts out first thing in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a lovely evening. I'm off out for a few drinks. So I wonder if tomorrow's podcast will be read with a slightly croakier voice. Uh, struggling. Bad night last night. Either way, have a great evening yourself. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.